This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It is Sunday morning. That means it's time to check in with Claire Newell, president of Travel Best Bets. Claire, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Jill. Thanks for having me this morning. No problem. We got so caught up in the news of the day last week. We didn't get to, to the concierge tips, but I know you've got some great uh, tips and stories about how to really get the most out of your hotel concierge. And it seems like such a little trivial part of a vacation. You know, what do you mean, concierge? Um, I think that this part of the travel industry and the part of preparation, this is often misused or underused. So I wanted to give you an idea. I'm going away to spring break at, at spring break, and I'm actually going to South America, a part of the world that I have not done a lot of travel. I have been to uh, Ecuador and I've been to Peru, but I'm going into Argentina, Chile, Brazil, and I because I haven't done a lot of it and I haven't had a lot of friends go, it's tough to know exactly what to do while you're there. You know, they have so many reviews so you can figure out where you want to stay and I, I get that. But with with concierge, you can actually get a lot more information that people don't realize. So my my own trip, I actually once I'd chosen my hotel one of the uh, the hotels had a concierge. A couple of them didn't, but I spoke to somebody at the front desk. So consider doing this as well. They often have someone that's on the front line who can speak English, even if it's a bit more obscure boutique or mom-and-pop property. They will have somebody who can at least communicate. And I didn't phone them. I actually emailed and I was asking for specific things. You know, what are some good restaurants that are close by, not too expensive, that my husband and I can go for, say, breakfast or lunch? And which ones would you highly recommend for dinner? What day tours could we do? And every single hotel sent me a list that they had on hand. It wasn't that I was asking them to do specific, you know, honed-in information just for me. They had all this information in their arsenal. So I got it and I was able to put together a really fantastic itinerary that didn't waste any time of my actual vacation. And I know these days people, they, they don't have a lot of time and they want to go to these bucket list destinations. And the days of sitting in a cafe or in your hotel room trying to figure out which restaurants you should be going to and which sites you want to see should be gone. Oh, yeah. And and like you said, and and then that way, too, you would think that the hotel is going to, they're not going to be paid to give you this list or, or, or whatnot. These are genuine requests or, sorry, recommendations that they know about that, that maybe other travelers you might never find if you didn't ask them. Oh, it's so it's so true. And you can literally ask them for almost anything. They will, they're there to help you. I mean, obviously, unless it's unethical or illegal, go ahead and ask them, um, especially if you're going say, on a special trip, you um, I had one of our mutual friends is on a vacation right now. Uh, he's an anchor at Global. He's going down on a multi-generational trip he left yesterday. And he said to me, Claire, you know, you did this whole booking for us and my family. But my father-in-law happens to be celebrating his 80th birthday. Well, I just sent a quick note to the concierge down at the property. And there was a cake waiting, a bottle of champagne. That type of thing is so easy for hotels and resorts to do. You just need to reach out to them before you arrive. And they're happy to do this. Um, That's the thing. You can actually establish a relationship with someone and they will not only send you all this information ahead of time, but during your stay, they can do little things. And People often don't go to a concierge because they're so worried about what to tip and how much do they tip. 
Now, that is really at your discretion. A lot of people just use them for the basics. They ask, you know, how do I get to XYZ restaurant or a convenience store? Or they ask them to print out their boarding pass. They are so much more resourceful than that. And they want to share their, their information. And the basic tip would be that's $5. All right. That was my next question was how much do you tip? Do you tip beforehand knowing that you're going to be asking them a lot of questions? And do you get better help then if you've tipped up front? No, you can, you can tip afterwards. You know, if you're going to Las Vegas or you're going to New York and a concierge gets you show tickets to a show that is sold out or into the hottest restaurant that has been booked up for three months, that's when you would tip a bit more. And you can use your discretion depending on what they've been able to do for you. $20 um, might get might be a, a suggested tip if they've been able to get you something that's fantastic. But don't be, don't be shy to use concierge. It will save you so much time and money. And that's what's priceless in these types of situations. Um, so... If you're unsure, you know, just go go up to them. Often they're just sitting there. There's no one in line. And I can tell you I've had a much better experience using concierge. And I used to be like the average person and not really use them. I, I did use them for the boarding pass. And I did use them for the directions to, you know, a, a little restaurant around the corner. But I have learned that that they are there. They can do things within the hotel you know, if you are looking for bubble baths and rose petals for a romantic getaway, they can do that for you, and they can do it in a, like in a heartbeat. Um, if you have um, a sick ch- child, your concierge will be able to get you medication or put you in contact with a doctor to come to the room or uh, to be able to get you an appointment to a clinic or get you to a hospital. So they are there. They're there for your resource. Uh, don't underuse them. Don't misuse them. Um, but make sure that y- you get the best out of your vacation because that's what they're there for. Uh, right. And when you say don't misuse them, uh, one of the things that, as you mentioned, if they do get you tickets to that sold out play or that restaurant that's so hard to get into, by all means, you have to follow through. You have to show up. Yep, you have to show up. <laughs> and I think these days, uh, that that is one of the things that I think is misused. They, you know, you're trying to get your own tickets online, uh, and you don't actually go to concierge and let them know. They go out of their way, spending potentially hours getting you what you need, and you've actually already bought the tickets. And it's it's that's rude. Exactly. All right, some good tips on using the concierge. Uh, let's get to some deals for people. Okay, I'm so excited about some of these deals, actually all of them, especially the last one, so people will have to pay attention to that. The first one I've got is Maui, and, you know, I saw some deals for around the $7.99, $8.99. The cheapest I've got right now is $8.39, leaving May the 10th. It's Airfare and Seven Lights Hotel, $8.39, taxes of $2.25. That works out to $1,064 if you want a little bit of sunshine on, on the outlook for yourself. The next one I've got is Ireland, and this is a self-drive tour. It has been extremely popular. We did have some seats that were available for around $1,000. This, this package is now $12.99 and going up. Uh, taxes of 577 so it works out to 1876 but listen to what it gets you it's your flight over to dublin seven nights accommodation and it's sprinkled between dublin galway killarney and limerick it's all arranged for you 
uh, but you can show up whenever you want. So if you're enjoying a site, uh, going on a hike, maybe in the Dingle Peninsula, or you're in a pub and enjoying the music, you come and go and go to see the sites you want to. You're not in a group because you've got your own car rental. You have to drive on the other side of the road, but we've had like literally hundreds of people do this over the past couple of years, and they have had to share the road with some sheep <laughs> at times, but it's, it's worked out for them. It comes with a big Irish breakfast as well. Um, the next one I've got is a repositioning Panama Canal cruise, sailing from San Diego via the Panama, no, Panama Canal and ending in Fort Lauderdale. It's happening September the 9th. It's happening when the sh- cruise ship is actually repositioning from Alaska back down to the Caribbean. So if you can get on board this one, it's a good deal. Your airfare, 15-night cruise, and transfers for eighteen ninety nine, taxes of seven ninety eight. So that works out to twenty six ninety seven, and it's aboard a beautiful celebrity cruise ship. The last one I've got, a real bucket list trip. It is a classic Egypt tour with a Nile cruise. And it, it is on my bucket list to do with my own family. I did this when I was nineteen, uh, but this is leaving May the eighteenth. It is your airfare, eight-night guided vacation. So from tip to tail, it's guided. Four nights are in a hotel, and four nights are aboard a Nile River cruise. Fifteen of your meals are included, the sightseeing tours, the transfers, $22.99. The taxes of $739. It works out to $3,038. It has to be booked by the end of the month. It is an outstanding itinerary. It's available again on September the 7th. But it is about $250 more, but it gives you a little bit more time to plan. But what a fantastic trip. Yeah, that one um, sounds amazing. For, yeah, it sounds, just, it's just amazing, Jill. And I put all the information, the, the route and itinerary, as well as a whole lot more deals online for people at TravelBestBets.com. All right, sounds good. Claire, thank you so much. Thanks, Jill. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.